Hey guys, it's your girl Dinola Ndashi Jameson and you are listening to the Conversations with Purposed Women. This podcast is all about empowering women to thrive in their work with Jesus, motivation and accountability. We talk all things from celibacy, singleness, marriage, finances and purpose. I'm here to make sure that you are inspired, equipped and empowered to pursue God's mission. I invite you on this journey with me. Let's go after everything we've got together. Hey guys, welcome back into studio. It has been a long quarantine, but not locked out of being the body of Christ. So um, welcome back into studio. I'm so excited to be back in studio today. And um, it's just really been a season of downloading, um, sitting at the Father's feet and really just, you know, taking up all in um, what He wants from me and direction and all of that. And I believe this is literally a year of just throwing away our calendars, <laughs> you know, but the amazing thing is that God is still making all things work together for our good. So um, I'm to, today I'm going to just talk about um, a few insecurities in my purpose, in my God-given gifts and how I got to where I am today. Um it is really my uh, my desire to keep on sharing, you know, with intentionality yeah, in terms of the whole behind the scene processes of stepping into my purpose or my gifts and where God brought me from. So, yeah, let's dive into this. Um, uh, I did a little bit of a study on Exodus chapter three and um, uh, partially the book of Exodus. And um, it's really just been amazing to me how that has just been reminding me of where God brought me from and how I was talking myself out of what God was instructing me to do years ago. You know, um, I remember receiving a prophecy on a youth camp set seven years, no, eight years ago, um, I just, I had just given my heart to the Lord and um, we were on this youth camp and having worship and prayer. And a guy came up to me and he said, Hey, um, can, can I pray with you? And I said, yeah, sure. And um, he prayed. And after that, he received the word from the Lord for me, you know, saying that um, God is saying that you're going to one day have a woman's ministry that will be like a wellspring, you know, to refresh other women. And I didn't see that prophecy come to pass at least until seven years later. <laughs> and did I doubt during those seven years? Oh, yeah, I did. At some point I was like thinking to myself, oh, no, that guy must have, he, he didn't hear God clearly. That was not a word for me, you know, but initially um, moments leading up to stepping into, into my God-given gifts and into what the Lord has really spoken over my life, um, there was so much doubt, fear, worry, anxiety, um, self-doubt, insecurities, all over the place um, to eventually step into this. And I can remember two years ago, um, the Lord told me um, to start Purposed Women. And um, it started out as a prayer meeting in my apartment. And I used to invite friends, you know, and the word just spread. This friend would tell the other friend, hey, we're having prayer meetings on Monday evenings at Dash's apartment. So, yeah, and we had prayer meetings, and it's through those prayer meetings that we would refresh and encourage one another. And it was not just single ladies, it was married ladies. Some were divorced, you know, some were engaged, uh, some were single mamas. And um, 
and life continued to become busy after publishing my book and the Lord said, okay, now you're going to do it on, a, on an online platform. And this is how the podcast was birthed. So I'm just going to go into more details in terms of the whole behind the scene of stepping boldly into uh, uh, what I'm doing currently, which has not been easy. It is still not easy. I just get to say yes to the Lord day by day as, as he instructs me um, to get up and do what he's calling me to do. So in Exodus chapter 2, uh, um, when the king of Egypt died, uh, you know, the children of Israel really groaned because of the bondage they were in. And they cried out and their cry came up to God because of their bondage. You know, they were really seeking God's face, saying that, you know, we, we are in bondage. You need to send us someone that can guide us, that can lead us, that can deliver us from our bondage. And God heard this prayer. He heard this prayer. And he chose someone uh, specific to do this, to, to take on this assignment, which was Moses. So the children of Israel groaned and they were really crying out to the Lord and God heard their cry and he decided that he'll choose Moses to do this. And when the Lord uh, finally spoke to Moses, um, you know, and to, to tell him that, look, uh, I'm choosing you to deliver the children of Israel out of their bondage. You know, he was like doubting, was like, me? No, I'm not that eloquent. Um, I stutter. You know, he was making up all sorts of excuses to do what God has called him to do. And um, he was even telling God, you know what, why, why don't you just choose someone else to do it? Um, I'm, I'm not that eloquent. I can't do it. Okay, so in Exodus chapter 3, verse 9, God told Moses, um, Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of bondage. So he was really reasoning with the Lord regarding this. And um, he had a lot of doubt. He had um, his insecurities uh, um, really weighed more on the scale than, than what God was telling him. And isn't it amazing how uh, we can allow our insecurities, our mistakes, our sins, you know, to weigh of, of, uh, to weigh much more on the scale on which God is calling us onto. And um, God is not re really looking for perfection, but for availability. Um, so I remember when, when the Lord told me that time out, we, we're not going to have prayer meetings now. It's going to go on a more online platform. I doubted a lot. I struggled a lot. And not only that, you know, I didn't have the support. I didn't have people believe in the gifts that I do have, you know, um, there were, there were gossips going around. People were saying that I want to do this for self, self-righteousness or rather self-exaltation. Um, people said all sorts of negative words and that clouded, that clouded my, my judgment, that clouded my boldness, my confidence to do what God is, was instructing me to do. And I can remember asking the Lord, but why did you choose me? Why are you asking me to do this? Why can't you ask someone else to do this? Because clearly I can't do this. And really, I was also just, you know, wrestling with the Lord to do what he was instructing me to do based on what I see, based on how I feel. And and based on the opinions of other people. And it has been hard. It has really, really been hard. Um, so if this is you and you're going through doubt, fear, worry, anxiety, um, and you're so um, caught up with what people might think um, regarding what God is tasking you on or the assignment that he's given you, I want to really encourage you to get up 
and do what God is calling you to do. Um, because we are we are all different parts in the body of Christ, you know, and someone needs what you have, someone needs what you do have. And in hindsight, when I do look back now, I can clearly see now, wow, I know God has called me to do this. Um, I know I'm called to to speak into other women's lives. I know I'm called uh, into doing what I'm doing. Um, so, but has it, has it gotten any easier? Nope. Never. It has not gotten any easier. It is just getting even more harder. But I'm just, I've just grown and still growing to learn that, you know what, let me keep on giving Jesus my yes every day and he will guide me along this journey. Yeah, so that's just what I want to encourage you with. And I, I want to just back it up with scripture because even in First Peter chapter 4, verse 10, you know, he continues to encourage us and says that as each one has received a gift, ministered to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. We all have the manifold grace of God in us. We we all have something in us. We all have something that we can bring to the table, you know, to exhort. Be it your gift is exhortation, prayer, prophecy, um, you know, jump and hop onto that. And it, it, it takes baby steps, you know, it takes baby steps. Normally when we try and compare ourselves to other people and how they're doing what they're doing, we easily become so frustrated with the way we do things because we want to do it the way they're doing it. No, it, it takes practice. It takes practice and, and faith without works is dead. So if you really know what God has told you, called you to, to do, um, Step boldly out in confidence. Pray about it. Um, like for me, I normally get prophetic dreams and stuff like that. So for me, I would normally pray. And he, since I also have a gift of intercession, he would sometimes give me dreams of people what to pray about for them. And in the beginning, I was I was really so confused regarding this. I, I, I felt like it's just my thoughts. It's just in my subconscious mind that I had that dream and ABC. And then later on, as I continue to pray, the Lord would give more clarity, you know, or he would, uh, he would like tell me to speak to the person about it and it would really just confirm over and over again. And what I've learned through that is that to pray about everything else, not just to hop onto it because of excitement. And yes, I've made a lot of mistakes in this journey. I've made a lot of mistakes um, with my God-given gifts because I did not have the wisdom to apply in terms of knowing how to steward those gifts, you know. And the other thing that really also helped me was becoming part of a ministry where my leaders really, um, they could recognize what God has called me to. They could recognize my God-given gifts and they kept on reaffirming that which God has called me to. Um, there were so many times I doubted to do it. Um, I remember even after publishing my book, um, I had so many speaking engagements lined up and there were times I didn't feel like I can do it because I didn't feel like I was that eloquent to stand on a stage and preach, you know, and um, God really used them to reaffirm those gifts, to pray for me, to pray with me, you know, and to just uh, um, uh, to and to just uh, um, be there as as instrumental blessings, you know, to position me uh, so that my eyes can be enlightened to see what God is calling me into. So it it will not mean that you will always be confident. No, it will not mean that you will always have those good days of feeling like, okay, you know what, I want to hop on and just do this. No, there will be so many days when your emotions are ruling over what you need to do or 
your circumstances are rolling over that and then you'll be like but things are not looking good right now lord i can't do this and it's the same for me <laughs> um when god would literally ask me to do something it was never when i was comfortable it was always him calling me out of my comfort into uncomfortability and that is what literally uh, um helped me to grow into trusting him more day by day surrendering my heart to him asking for his wisdom his guidance his understanding to navigate what he's called me to so and and the the most amazing part was i remember when um when these ladies used to come to the to the prayer meetings um sometimes it would just be one person rocking up then it would be 10 then it would be no one and i can remember on the day no one rocked up um i was literally going before the lord and saying but you called me to do this why is no one pitching people are not pitching up why and 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 um the lord would tell me since no one is pitching you come and spend time with me and that would be a time where i would just spend time with the lord and then i remember then there was a time when only one person rocked up and i was like crying before the lord and i was like not happy at all you know imagine i prepared the whole word expecting 10 15 people to pitch like normally and then it's just one person but that was a season where god was testing my heart to see why am i doing what i'm doing and many times pride can really spring up into our hearts where you want to take credit for what you're doing or you want to make it about yourself and um i remember when that one lady pitched up she was going through a very difficult time and um the lord told me preach the word that you prepared as if you're going to preach to a hundred women even though it's just one and i remember just sharing that word with her with what i prepared and what the lord dropped in my spirit and how that was literally just for her you know it was it was not it was it was not meant for so many other women it was just meant for her and that really changed my perspective in terms of doing ministry you know that my obedience should just be as unto the lord even if it's just for even just for one soul that i'm bringing into the kingdom then so be it it's 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 never about qual it's never about quantity but it's about quality you know we can have so many souls but if you just get to touch one person even just one person coming into the kingdom of god that alone in itself is enough and it really changed my perspective in terms of doing ministry and becoming more comfortable in stepping out and doing what god is calling me to do because i my mindset has shifted from Deshi, even if you're just being obedient to the Lord for just one person, that's enough because then your obedience is for that person, liberty in Christ Jesus. So, um, really, my heart was really tested to see how um, I was gonna obey the Lord, how I was gonna still trust Him based on what what didn't make sense at that point, you know. And um, I remember um, even when I wrote my book, um, I, I struggled so much um, with, with self-condemnation because I had so many mistakes still at that time. I had so much going on in my own private life, you know, um, and I just felt like I'm not, I'm not good enough to do what God has called me to do. I'm not worthy enough to write this book. I'm not worthy enough, you know, to, to, to scribe what God is telling me to scribe in order to be an instrumental blessing to so many other people. And it was not... It was it was it was until after I published my book and saw that how so many women reached out to me and told me that they are so thankful that I wrote all of that in that book and it it that just encouraged me just gave me a push to know that hey girl regardless of what you see regardless of what you feel step out and keep on being obedient to the Lord one day at a time he just needs your yes because God is not God is not looking at our at our perfection is looking for our availability and it's it's always just about your heart he looks at the heart 
you know, you could look at other people and say, but Lord, based on my past, based on my mistakes, still, based on what I'm still going through currently, I'm not worthy for you to still use me. But he's saying you are worthy. You are still worthy for him to use you. And one of the things that I struggled with a lot was validation. If you knew the old Deshi, I was the kind of person that would only hop onto doing things when I would get validation for it. And I remember when I started doing um, uh, the, the Purpose Women's Ministry, meetings and I started uh, writing and all of that and I would tell someone about the idea I would tell or I would share what God is laying on my heart people would normally never agree and not getting the validation that I wanted literally just took me 10 steps back and I would just not decide to do it because no one is validating it and I can remember God speaking so blatantly to me telling me that people didn't call me he called me and that I have his validation. I have his approval stamp on what he's calling me to do. And that really helped me in becoming confident to know that, you know what, people don't always have to agree with what you're doing. People don't always have to agree with you stepping boldly out and doing what God has called you to do, because sometimes it will not make sense to anyone. So if this is you and you sitting on the reserve bank thinking that, hey, you know what, no one is believing in this idea or um, I don't feel as confident or everyone just feels and thinks that I'm crazy to do this, I want to encourage you to get off that reserve seat and hop onto what God is instructing you to do. Hop onto it because it's never about people. It's about God and and you being obedient to the call of God upon your life so that other people can be set free. And it could just be even singing. It could just be blogging. It could be even doing makeup. It could be, you know, but it has to be, it has to be, it has to be something where you know that it's a vehicle of ministry that God wants to use in order to propel you. And for me, I talk a lot. <laughs> I'm an introverted extrovert. You know, I, I bubble when I do spend time a lot with God and with myself, then I bubble a lot. And I like talking. I like exhorting women. I like exhortation. I It's, it's something that I'm passionate about. So um, what did God use? God used my experiences. He used he, he used me to put me on platforms to speak because I was never confident to speak to, I mean, over so many women. And I remember even last year in November when um, three months prior to this event, my pastor's wife approached me and she asked me to to be the guest speaker for the women's in- event. And I'm, I mean, that was like over 100 women. Now, mind you, I've only spoken to close-knit women, one-on-one sessions, and probably five to 10 women. It was never larger than that. And when she told me, you know what, uh, I really want you to come on and preach and be the guest speaker, you know, and that was over hundred and something women. I was like, not me. I'm not going to do that. And I went back into prayer and I prayed about it. And the Lord said, hop onto it. And was I scared? Oh, yes, I was. Was I fearful? Oh, yes, I was. But you know what? I kept on inviting God into that. And I said, Lord, you have called me to this. I've never done it in front of more than 50 women, but now you're calling me onto this platform. So Lord, here I am. Use me for your glory. And I gave it over to the Lord. But it, it started behind the scenes. It started with me first becoming faithful with that one lady who used to come to my apartment. It started with me being faithful even when no one pitched. You know, it started with me being faithful with just five women or 10 women that I was journeying with at that time. So faithfulness matters. How faithful are you in what you're transitioning through right now. Because I cannot expect God to give me a platform if I cannot be faithful to him when no one is watching. 
So are you faithful to the Lord when no one is watching? Are you really um, going to someone else or to just encourage them, reaffirm them with what you know God is stirring in your heart for them? Or are you withholding because you're too scared or you're too uh, um, afraid of the opinions of people? So I want to encourage you that it should never be about people's opinions. It should never be about what will people think um, or how I feel. No, but it should be about your obedience as unto the Lord because that is what matters, your obedience to God. So um, uh, uh, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, um, um, where um, Paul encourages us on the spiritual gifts and unity in diversity, I love uh, verse 12 where it just encourages us and it says that for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ, you know, um, just as our own body, you know, my, my left hand cannot do what my right hand can do, because my right hand is more stronger than my left hand, um, um, we have two eyes for a reason, we have two ears for a reason, you know, so everyone has a different function, you know, but it, it, it helps the whole body to function as it should, as one, so, and that's the same in the body of Christ, you know, um, we all have different gifts, you know, we are called into different ministries, but it, it all forms as part of one body, you know. And you might feel like, look, I'm just a pinky finger, I don't have any purpose here. You do, you do. It, it matters what you bring to the table, that matters, and it forms as a whole. So that's just my encouragement to you today, that you will get up and you will keep on saying yes to the Lord um, in obedience, um, in confidence, in boldness. And um, yeah, so here I am. I'm still doing it afraid. I'm still doing it scared. I'm still, um, this whole relationship with God has become a beautiful adventure. What I love about this journey is that he calls me out of my comfort into uncomfortability. And being uncomfortable really helps me to keep on depending on the Lord and not on my own understanding because it's unknown territory. So yeah, let's keep on being on this adventurous journey with him because it is so much more worth fighting for. It is, it is. Even if it's just for your family or for yourself or for your for the next generation, it is worth fighting for. So I'm just gonna share a few points, um, a few pointers that you can take with from this podcast in terms of um, becoming more confident in 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 your, your work with God or your God-given gifts and things that really help me, you know, to move into boldness and confidence. Um, so one of the points is that spend time with God daily and meditate on his word. Meditate on his word. Um, be more consumed with first running to him. And number two, it would be pray for the right people to push you towards God's will and purpose for your life. We really need the right people um, to encourage us, to reaffirm us in God. People who will really recognize what we've been called to, you know, that's very, very important in our walk with God. And um, number three is your gift is not for everyone, but for those who it is assigned for. Your gift is not for everyone. Even if it's just for a small portion of people, then that's for them. It doesn't mean simply because everyone doesn't engage on what, what, what you're doing that you're on the wrong path or you're not doing the right thing. No. It's not for everyone. And that is where we that is where the word says that your gift will make room for you. Your gift will make room for you for the right people that you are assigned to. And number four, I would say that don't run after the validation of people. 
that will kill you. Their rejection and their criticism will kill you. Run after the validation of God and run with his approval stamp. Number five would be ask the Lord to help and guide you in navigating your purpose and also your God-given gifts as unto him for his glory. Okay, number six would be know that this is bigger than you. Your obedience will set other people free. I remember when the Lord told me to start my podcast last year, um, I struggled also in that because I, I do stutter. You'll pick up in most of my podcasts, there are, there are certain sentences where I do stutter. So I had to realize that, Dashi, it's bigger than your stuttering. <laughs> you still you still need to get the word out there. So it's bigger than my stuttering and it's bigger than me. So number seven, last but not least, know that you serve a loving and a good, good father and he has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So you are loved, you are accepted, you are called and he has a greater purpose for you. And it is my prayer that you will all just boldly say yes to what he's calling you into, into this beautiful adventure. So yeah, if you know of a friend that's struggling in this area, be sure to send the link to them, encourage them, um, be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. Please do send us a review on, on how, what stands out for you in this podcast. And I will just quickly do a round of prayer before we go. And um, yeah, so let's just quickly pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this word. I just thank you for, for your wisdom, your guidance, and your understanding. I thank you for your boldness and confidence, Father God, to boldly step out and do what you're calling us to do. Father, I pray for each and every one out right now, who's, right now who's struggling in this area, Lord. Father, I pray that you'll strengthen them. Father, I pray that you'll assign and align the right people to speak into their lives and to push them into, into your will and purpose for their lives, into boldness and confidence. Father God, I pray, Father God, that you will meet them at every point of their God-given needs, Father God, and that you will just guide them and strengthen them and order their steps according to your word in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you'll just break the spirit of fear, doubt, and worry. And I pray for your peace, your grace, your mercy, and your boldness to come upon each and everyone that's just listening right now. I thank you, Lord. I praise you, and I give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So until next time, ciao.